Hey there, I'm Corey Fowler, and you're tuning in to the How to Adult Show. This is your go-to guide for all things adulting, where we walk you through the answers every time you hear yourself asking, why didn't anybody teach me this stuff in school? From personal finance 101 to careers and business advice to managing your health and wellness, we're here to give you tangible advice, tips, and tricks to help you start succeeding in any and every area of your life. I know you've got this adulting thing, as long as you've got the right info. I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and this is the How to Adult Show. Okay, hello. Welcome to the show. I'm just making sure I've got everything set. And yes, I did remember to hit record. I just recorded half of this episode uh, without hitting record the first time. So it's recording now. So we're in a good place. Um, so jumping into today's lesson, we're going to stray a little bit outside the realms of what your current comfort zone might be in terms of um, uh, understanding basic personal finance, basic financial literacy. And we're going to just start the conversation about investing. Now, don't worry, don't run off screaming. We're not going to get into anything scary or technical or full of like money jargon or any of that boring stuff, we're just going to cover some of the basic theoretical points about investing so you can start to familiarize yourself with it and just get comfortable with the idea of it before you jump into that. So to start for today's episode, I just have a simple question that I want you to think about and think about it now. Also think about it at the end of the episode and maybe hopefully you'll have a different answer. I'm excited to see. So my question for you today is, does your plan for saving for your future involve investing? If not, then you're probably, I'm sorry, not doing it right. And you're probably actually taking a really big risk financially of not ever meeting the savings requirements that you'll have without investing your money. Now, I know, I know, I understand and I feel you. The idea of investing can sound daunting and scary and way out of your league if you feel like you're just still working on managing your at-home finances. But I am here to tell you today that it's a really important piece of the puzzle if you're hoping to ever really retire. Um, And this is actually a topic that while it is scary, yes, we should be learning about this while we're young because that's the best time for each and every one of us to start investing. I don't mean like when we're kids, but I mean like when we're young adults. So today's episode is not going to get into any of the how to invest or stock market tactics, nothing technical at all, really. I just want to talk you through three of the basic concepts of stock market investing that you should be aware of as a whole before you even start to think about investing or before you write off the idea of investing altogether. So this is going to be a really quick and straightforward lesson in today's episode, because if you're new to the idea of investing, I absolutely do not want to overwhelm you with information and financial jargon. So buckle up, turn off any distractions just for the next few minutes, please. And let's go over the three things that you need to understand about investing. 
Lesson number one that you need to understand about investing in the stock market is that it's actually a really integral piece of the puzzle for planning for your future and making sure that future retirement you is taken care of properly. Really, you hear people talk about saving for your future and the term saving for your future should really, really actually be replaced with investing for your future because the two go hand in hand. And if you wanna be able to look forward to a comfortable future, you need to start wrapping your head around the fact that you'll have to invest some of your savings. When you take into account factors like inflation and the relatively limited amount of money that people end up tucking away over the course of their lives, it's really the only way to make sure that you have a sizable nest egg to take care of yourself in the future. Now, I'm gonna use my grandparents here as an example. My grandparents retired just before they turned 60. So let's say they started their careers at 20. This means they had 40 working years if they retired just before 60, and now they're in their mid-90s. Now, that's almost another 40 years that they've been retired for. So without even taking inflation into account, we're just gonna box that up and put it over here for a while, which in real life, of course, you have to take inflation into account. Do you think that they were actually saving 50% of their income for the entire span of their 40 working years to pay for their next 40 years of retirement? No, absolutely not. Are you saving 50% of your income from the time you are 20 until the time that you retire? Probably not. That just doesn't happen. Don't feel bad if you're not. Nobody does. It just doesn't happen. And honestly, even if it did, even if you did save 50% of your income, you still wouldn't end up with enough because inflation is real and does need to be factored into that equation. So what I'm getting at is the only way that my grandparents were able to retire comfortably was to save a percentage of their income each year, way less than 50%, invest it safely, and then let those investments grow over time so that their 40 years of retirement were funded by a large nest egg that's kept them really comfortable for decades. So even if the idea of investing scares the poop out of you right now, when you look at it and you apply some cold, hard logic to the problem, you'll realize that just saving cash, unfortunately these days, isn't gonna get you very far. Even in the past, it wouldn't get you very far, but especially now. So rule number one that you need to understand about investing, it's a necessary thing to learn about and to get on board with. It is not gambling. It's not only for bankers. It's not only for men or for wealthy people. Absolutely everyone should be learning about investing in their financial education. And instead of saving for our futures, we should all be taught to start investing for our futures. Do you know that you have a bit of work to do getting your personal financial life in order, but you don't even really know where to start? Do you get a pit of nervousness in your stomach every time you have to look at your credit card balance or the dust bunnies in your savings account? If this sounds familiar, well, you're definitely not alone, and I've got just the thing for you. The 7-Day Make Friends With Your Money Challenge. This free seven-day challenge will help you go from bank account dust bunnies to getting a grip on your personal finances so you can start saving for your bigger goals in life. Every day for seven days, you'll receive a new and easy-to-follow lesson with actionable steps that'll take you 10 minutes or less to do. By the end of the week, 
you'll be saving for bigger and better things in your life, like taking yourself on a vacation guilt-free, saving for your future, or finally getting closer to buying that house that you never thought would be possible. To join the challenge, go to howtoadultschool.com slash challenge. That's seven day money challenge with dashes in between. The second thing that you need to understand about investing is that time is your best friend when it comes to investing and taking advantage of the magical powers of something called compound interest. Now, I recently asked you all on Instagram, what financial questions do you currently have that you wish you'd been taught in school or at home? And a ton of you answered with a lot of questions along the line of when you should start saving and investing for your futures. And the cut and dry answer to that question is today. If you're not already doing this, then you should start today. Today is always better than tomorrow. The idea behind this is that the younger you are when you start in saving and investing, the more money will do the work for you and it will grow and grow without you having to contribute as much to your savings accounts over time. The idea behind the start today answer to when you should start investing is because of this magical thing called compound interest. Compound interest is when your principal amount, that means the amount of money that you contributed to start with, earns interest. And that interest is then added to the principal. And then you earn more interest on the new larger amount. And then that earns interest and so on and so forth. So breaking it down even more, compound interest is when your interest's interest earns interest to put in a way that's not confusing at all for you guys, I'm sure. Uh, Seriously though, when you actually run models around this over long time periods, and I'm talking like 40 years, which is very conceivably your working lifespan, that all starts to add up and it starts to add up really quickly. And the magical ingredient to add to this equation is time. The more time you have for your interest to compound, the larger and larger your principal amount will grow. And this is how people end up with millions of dollars of retirement savings, even if they never came remotely close to earning millions of dollars in their working lives. So I'm gonna walk you through an example of how just compound interest itself works in a retirement investment account. And we're gonna use imaginary Susie as an example here. Let's say Susie is 30 years old. She's been working since she was 23, and through contributing to her retirement account over the last few years, she's grown that account to contain an impressive $100,000. Now, let's say Susie never contributes another dollar to that account. Life gets in the way, she forgets about it, and she never saves into it again. Coming up next, 30 years later, Susie remembers the account, logs in, and is blown away by seeing that her $100,000 over the last 30 years has grown into just shy of $1.5 million. Now, to break this down even further for you, I have to note this example is assuming a 9% rate of return, which is honestly just below the average rate of return from the last 30 years that I'm using in this example. And this is what a lot of the baby boomer population, at least those who are able to invest money, experienced. And that's how there's so much wealth kicking around in that generation. Now, the assumption that we make through running examples like this, and I want you to understand this, is that the rate of return the rate of return achieved by the stock market during that time is a specific amount. And I'm not an investment advisor, 
but it's always better to be conservative when you're running numbers like this for your own life. Um, and personally, when I run my own numbers, I'm very conservative and I don't use a 9% rate of return. I use a lower percentage. Lots of people do use higher rates like this though, and we can't really even say that they're wrong because that has been the reality for the last 30 years and also for other periods of time before that as well. The stock market always goes up and it always goes down, but over time, the idea is that it always steadily goes in an upward trajectory. And that's why we always talk about investing as being a long-term game to play. We're always talking about what your money will do over the next 30 years of interest compounding at 9%, not over the next two years of the market fluctuating up and down multiple times. Now, going back to the example, so conversely, let's look at the same example with Susie, but let's say that Susie starts investing later so that this time, instead of by the time she's 30, we say that by the time she's 40, she's accumulated $100,000 in her retirement account before she forgets about it. Again, it still earns a 9% rate of return and she still remembers it when she turns 60. So this time it's grown for 20 years unattended instead of 30 years unattended. Now, in this model, her account would be just shy of $700,000, which is less than half of the 1.5 million she earned over 30 years. And this is how compound interest is the most valuable tool that you can use when you're planning for your future. And this is why it's best to start not only saving for retirement, but also investing for your retirement when you're as young as you possibly can be. That money will work for you over the years, and the more time you give it, the better the return will be. So overall, to give you a recap, the second point that I want you to understand about the process of investing is that it works through the power of compound interest, and it's best to start while you're young to take full advantage of that. If you've been around here before, you know that it's my personal mission to make sure that everyone has an emergency savings account that will protect you when life doesn't go as planned. And where should you keep your emergency fund? In what's called a HESA, a high interest savings account. Now to save you time, I've already gone ahead and done the research and I'm keeping it up to date to find you the best high interest savings accounts today. To open your own, just go to www.howtoadultschool.com resources and click the button to open an account where you can not only safely keep your emergency fund, but also get paid the best interest rates on the market so your account earns you even more money while you're sleeping. Again, that link is at www.howtoadultschool.com resources. So... Now that you've wrapped your head around the importance of investing and the general theory of how compound interest works, the third and final point that you need to understand about investing for your future is that using the stock market and investing in the stock market is not gambling unless you use it like a gambler. So let me explain. There are multiple ways that you can invest in the stock market. And unfortunately, the way that you hear about the most often, and that's because it makes the most interesting stories and headlines, is called speculating. 
And what speculating is, is this is when a person picks stocks based on their own assessments, and then they try to predict what the company and the corresponding stock will do. And from there, they try to, they, they try to time their buying and selling of those stocks to try and outsmart the system and make more money. Now, I want to make it super clear that this is not the type of investing that I'm talking about doing here. Speculating is a form of investing that is more like gambling, and ironically, there are, of course, lots of studies on this, and they've all found that historically, people who try to speculate and time the market perform far worse than a computer algorithm that's set to randomly generate a decision pattern to speculate in the stock market. The key takeaway for you here is don't do this. And if you've always been of the opinion that investing in the stock market, that investing in the stock market is just like gambling, then you've probably been imagining this type of investing, which basically is gambling. Now, the type of investing that I'm talking about here for your retirement accounts relies on a long-term buy and hold strategy, where you buy diversified offerings like a mutual fund, I'll define things later, uh, and I'm trying to keep it simple here, I don't wanna scare you off by getting too deep into any sort of investment jargon or strategy theory. Um, what was I saying? Uh, the idea though is that you don't try to time the market and you don't try to outsmart the system. You simply want to invest your money using whatever strategy you decide on, but that's for another day, and then you sit back and you let that interest compound and let it do the work for you for decades and decades and even more decades. And at least when you're young, that's where you want to start off and avoid the temptation of getting lured into purchasing stocks that are trendy or that your buddy told you about to get in on on the ground floor. Things like, for example, the GameStop trend or investing in startup cannabis companies. These things are how people get burned and lose money in the stock market. And these are the stories that you hear. So even if, yes, sometimes you win the money, decades worth of statistics show that as a whole, compared to a simple buy and hold strategy, you lose money if you're specula speculating and you just, you just can't beat statistics. Even if right now you're designed to think that you're smarter than the system, statistics say that you're not. I am so sorry to tell you that. Just be smart and accept that you are not smarter than the system. You cannot outwit the stock market as a whole. And that's it. That is the three concepts that you need to understand about investing in the stock market before you decide either to invest or to write off the idea as a whole. Now, if you want to learn more, I will be creating future episodes on this topic. But if you don't want to wait, I recommend to start by picking up a copy of the book called The Simple Path to Wealth. And you can use this book to learn a little bit more about the theory of growing wealth using investments. Next up, if you wanna start investing, but you still have to work on getting your financial ducks in a row first, I recommend, you've probably heard me say this before, but I recommend signing up for the free seven day mini course that we're currently offering at the How to Adult School. I'll link the sign up page for the course in the description for this episode. And as always, you can also find it on the show notes over on the blog. As always, I love to hear from you. So if you have any questions or comments, please go ahead and drop them in the comment section for the episode. 
And if you're loving the show, please go ahead and click subscribe and don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts if you're really enjoying. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Uh, I am your host, Corey Fowler, and I will see you right back here next Monday with a brand new episode of The How to Adult Show. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the How to Adult Show. Our goal is to make your life easier so you can find today's show notes, links, and free downloads all in one place at howtoadultschool.com. If you like today's show, please remember to subscribe and leave a comment, review, or share something with us that you'd like to learn next. I love to hear from you. Again, I'm your host, Corey Fowler, and I'll see you right back here next week with a brand new episode of the How to Adult Show.